All right. So I just want to wrap up, Mika. We can talk about Michigan, Michigan State. I think there's a couple of things we can talk about there. I think we want to, I want to, I want to start predicting uh, who gets the jug. Okay. Right? Yeah. Wait, you mean the Paul Bunyan? You mean the Paul Bunyan? Yes. Between Michigan, Michigan State, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is easy for me. This is state. Um, sorry, did I, I said jug. There are too many things going on right now. No, yeah. not the jug. The Paul Bunyan. Yeah, it's uh, what's the jug from? I think that's is that the Wisconsin, Minnesota, Minnesota, Iowa. I don't know. Samsonite. I was way off. Yeah, um, I don't know. Who cares? I don't care about the jug. The jug. What was it? What is the whole on? Now I'm looking it up. I'm pretty sure it's, it's either. It has to be Minnesota. What right? is the jug trophy? I hope. I mean, I can't wait till we're doing this live, so people can be like, "Yeah, this one, you dummy." <laughs> um. Okay. So anyway, so Michigan State, really. So I. So my only thing is, I know I. I was a little surprised at how, at Michigan's game. I will say that. Like really? Yeah. Like the quarterback for Michigan, he threw a couple good balls. Like he dropped a couple dimes. Now he wasn't getting pressured, but. He he dropped some dimes that I was not expecting. Right. So and you, he looked better than th- their offense looked better than I've seen it. So you were more yet. impressed. You were more impressed by Michigan's play. Correct. Okay. Just yeah. by the way they play that sure. game and the way in which they're like, well, Wisconsin, they've won there in years and all this. Yeah. I get that. And they showed up and they showed out. I mean, they I mean, crowd-wise, yes. I Michigan jug. Hold on. I'm seeing the little brown jug is the most famous Robert trophy in college football. The oldest trophy. What? Okay, little. there is the little brown jug. Yeah, there is one. I just don't know what rivalry that is between. It's Michigan, Minnesota. Okay, so I was right. Oh, so you were right. Okay, okay. okay so Michigan, Minnesota. I, I Okay. But, um, Not totally. But. Out there. Okay, so while you walked away impressed with Michigan, I walked away just being like, oh, so Wisconsin is this bad. Because like that's fair. I that's fair. But even if they're that bad, I haven't seen Michigan do what they did yet. I mean, the quarterback, the quarterback play well, no, is what yeah, I'm referring no, no, no. to. They were yes. Well, and this is I'm why, talking about the quarterback play. Okay, is this, what I'm getting at. And this is why I'm not impressed with Michigan though. When Michigan is forced to pass, as long as they go like is if Michigan plays a competent defense, they played a semi competent defense against Rutgers. And they only scored 20. They played a semi-competent run defense in Wisconsin, and then they were forced to pass it. I don't think that they can do those things consistently against a Michigan State defense. I don't. And I don't even think our like I'm not saying our, our corners are shut down, but I just don't think still we're a stronger team. I mean, that's why we're 14 and 15, right? Are we still ranked for like 15th 11. right behind? We're there, what, 10? Eight. I love actually, I love this because then when when so I didn't go to I didn't go to state, but my family went to state. My wife went to U of M. I spent more time at U of M. I went to more U of U of M games. My buddy yeah. Trevor Broad, right? He went there. You know, like I just spent more time at U of M and spent time at Michigan State. And I and I did when my brother went there. Uh, he played he played tennis. He was on the team. Joe Valley, shout out. Uh, so so anyway, I, I just Michigan State's a riot. Like it, it, it is more fun. Let me be very honest with you. It was way more fun than the Michigan stuff. Michigan was yeah. fun and the football games were fun, but like just the whole experience at state is completely different. Um, so I am if I had to go one way or the other, it, I'd have to go state. Um, I think they win, right? I think we're both on the state trade. I think they win. It's at state too. I think that helps. Um yeah. I think it's a good game though. I I also thought I mean I just I just don't understand. Well, I do understand why they're ranked better. Because Harbaugh's the coach. 
right? I mean, it's that's a just, weird, like, you he, know, it's, it's, it's ratings. I mean, it's really, it's ratings. I think it's for TV. Yes, it's, it's made for TV ratings. They want Michigan to be there, you know, and I think state will just have to prove it, right? It'll be one of those things. They have to, they have to prove it. So well, and they just be, have to win those games. And I think they will. I think the, I think there are the state wide receivers. I think what's his face is ridiculous. Oh, uh, uh, Jaron Reed. Reed. Yeah. Can't remember if it's Jaden or Jaron, but Jaden Reed. Yeah. Well, because I get it mixed up with Jalen Naylor. Ricky White. Because Jalen Naylor is also really good. Michigan State like has like a has three really good receivers, right? Jaden Reed, Jalen Naylor, and Trey Mosley are solid receivers. Then you add in Connor Hayward. Jalen Naylor is a redshirt junior. And um, and then you and then obviously you have K nine Kenneth Walker, the third, in the backfield, and it's just like, I just don't I don't know how Michigan is going to contend with all of those weapons. Now, the big thing is can Peyton Thorne go into that game and play under control, right? Um, the one thing that we've seen with Peyton Thorne against was against Nebraska was like I think he got a little too high at times, right? And so a couple of his passes sailed and things like that. But when he's on and he's like cool and collect, I don't, I don't see that going well for Michigan at all. No, I, I agree. I, I, I think that in, in, I mean, again, it's a game, you know, and, and game script will. So anyway, so wide receivers, Miko. Yeah. So I mean, I'm just excited to see the game. Uh, Michigan State's wide receivers solid. Did you get to see the helmets in the last game? Yeah, I love Gruff. Like yeah, just, gruff, but it did. And did you hear? Okay, so did so I did listen to Valenti that Rico Beard had a hand in this. Did you hear about this? No, Rico Rico. So this was a big thing. So I do listen to the Valenti podcast on the 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 snippets that you get from Apple Podcasts. Yeah, you know because they don't want you to listen to that, but they'll give you the snippets. So they want, but I just I don't I won't go. But but I like listening to those snippets. Um. That's why we got to call uh, Gianna Hendricks like Joe John Berto, Joe Berto, like gotcha. Roberto. That's so so Roberto. For those that know, Roberto does all the sound effects for that show and the songs and all that funny stuff. And so John is going to be our guy after the Sad Boy Lion track, which is hysterical. Um, John Berto. But anyway, so Rico Beard, I guess he took and he had a boy. His name is Wayne, uh-huh. right? Rico Beard's got a boy's name Wayne, and Wayne makes helmets. And so Wayne makes helmets. He makes custom helmets. He can make like. Like right. real helmets. We does some helmets for teams and and he brought it in like two months ago. Was it like two months ago? It was a while ago. It's like two months ago ish. Okay. That he brought a helmet and he slammed it down. He said, check this out to, to Valenti. He goes, What what is this? He loved it. He goes, Love it. Love giant. So I guess he was and he's Lansing, Rico was. Yeah. And he ran into no. Mel Tucker. And guess what he had with him? Gruff's or party. a photo, yeah, that giant gruff Spartan helmet, and so he got it done. Rico got it done, started that. So it's because of Rico that they were wearing those, because of Mel. But like, yeah, but 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 his boy Wayne. <laughs> so Valenti's trying to figure out who this Wayne character is because Rico's not sure. He goes, "Man, I ain't telling you that shit." Because once I do, then everybody's good. He's my guy. He's not your. He's my guy. Right. <laughs> so anyway, so Wayne Valenti's, you know, so probably going to get that. So so Valenti now feels really behind because he needs a cursive Sparty helmet and he needs a gruff Sparty helmet. He doesn't have either, so he's really behind. I still, I would love to have the uh, what was it? It was like the bronze one that they had. Um, it was like a bronze and like the bronze dark, helmet with the like the dark green. 
it was like D'Antonio era one. That was like my favorite. Um, I think it was like their first like Nike. Oh yeah, so it was the bronze with the stripe down the center and the green Spartan. Yeah, that sounds pretty sweet. That jersey is my favorite. That is my favorite. Favorite jersey. It's the black and dark green. Yeah, that is my favorite Spartan jersey that they've ever worn. It is. Oh no, it's the dark green, black, and the bronze. Yeah, all together. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty great. I mean, that's the thing. And they and were I, talking about it. It's like, dude, embrace it. Like Wolverines fans would freak out if they messed and they put the Wolverine on the side. But it would be sweet if they had the old school Wolverine on the side. But they would freak out. Yeah. I, I Michigan something. State embraces it. Like, dude, we don't care. Like, like it's like Oregon. What Nike does it. Would you think they do it for a reason? Yeah. I saw somebody on Twitter say something about that. Like, oh, you know, it's so nice to root for a team that doesn't have to pay. Uh, that, that That doesn't have to play off of helmet gimmicks or whatever and they like had a picture of the of the michigan helmet and i'm just like yeah but you guys have sucked for the last five years so well more than five years but it's just like you guys haven't won anything so yeah you can keep your tradition i'll take our big 10 championships 100 agree so anyway so so let's wrap it up so so i think that yeah so we will see uh, of course and here's the other thing right of course michigan's good at the same time Oh yeah, Michigan State is right. Of course, it's like we can't like spread this out, guys. Like we can't have one good and the other good. It's like got to be all at the same time. Nope. So when it, because then because then one is going to knock the other one out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like because well, like, that- whoever went this Michigan Michigan State game, I mean you can't. They're not going to want two Michigan teams in the playoff. No, that's I- the problem. Michigan will win every time, but unless they unless we you know unless we destroy them, you have to kind of destroy them, and even then. If Michigan wins a big game and we somehow loot, like, well, that's the thing that's going to suck, right? For, we for really have to, we really have to beat them, have a better stretch schedule. Mm-hmm. We have to have obviously more wins, less losses, and we have to beat them. Well, convincingly. And so if Michigan State wanted to get into the playoff this year, you're punching to, them. You have to beat Michigan. You have to beat Penn State. Um, You got to look competent against Ohio State. I mean, you what you what you hope for is you win. You hope that you win, and you hope that Michigan loses, right? But if you if you can't beat Ohio State, right, you got to keep it closer than they did. Yeah, you have to mandatory, and you got to hope that Ohio State drops a game to somebody, right? Penn State is really good right now. I think Penn State is the highest. Maybe Penn could get them. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, I think I think Penn State will get Michigan for sure. Really? They may get us too, but they'll, they'll definitely get Michigan. I mean, it's just. What is the what is the upcoming schedule? I'm looking right now for Michigan State. Yeah, I'm looking. We at that. have Rutgers this week. We have Indiana next week. Uh, then we have a bye, and, and we then have, we have Halloween game. It's literally the it's Halloween. I hope they come out with something dope. Like I just want them to like. I hope they have more like just. They should come out with a with a gruff spart like a like a gruff sparty, a gruff sparty. In a costume, like like Sparty should have a costume on. Actually, it'd be funny. Yeah, I think. Oh, this is one thing that I think people are are, are forgetting too. What t- they don't even what time they don't even have the time of the game. It'll probably be a night game. I've that's what I'm. That's game. what I'm saying. It like if it's a night game, dude, dude, East well, Lansing says, is going to be insane. It says 1 p.m. right now. I would I wouldn't be surprised if it gets flexed to a night game. If if both of if both teams went out until then, yes, I would not. Yeah, they'll move it. They'll have to move it because it'll be prime time all day. Yeah. Why would you not? Play? I mean, you'd have to. Like that. That's game day. Like that's where you. It's TB. I mean, dude, it's TBD right here. Bleacher, so I, Bleacher Report has it as one p.m. All right. 
So I don't, yeah, I think it could still get flexed though. They do that all the time when you have top tier. Like, yeah, because if they're both undefeated by that point in time, yeah, they got it. It'll be prime time. They'll move it. You'll have two top 10 teams playing yeah. against each other. I mean, they're already basically right there. Yeah. What is it, um, eight and 11, you said? Yeah, eight and 11. Yeah, I mean, so I'm, I'm so Michigan State's got it. Yeah. So it's, what's Rutgers, right? Rutgers is going to be tough. And I think Indiana is going to be, I just, Indiana has always been tough. For Michigan State, for some reason, I think it's just the offense that they run has always been kind of like a problem. Um, Indiana's not good this year, but it's just I always keep an eye on Indiana. Rutgers played Michigan tight. Um, I think if you blow Rutgers out, though, it's kind of a it is kind of a nod to Michigan. Like, hey, you guys beat them by seven. We blew them out by like 20. Yeah, but that's and that's this weekend. We're going to right. that's. Yeah. So I'm hoping they do that. Right. Um, Rutgers isn't good at defending the run, which is kind of how Michigan was able to control that game. Well, we can. I mean, that's well, I we, say, can, we, have, yeah, dude. we have the best running back in the country right now as far as rushing. Yards. Let's go. Right. Give him the ball and let's just see what happens there. Yeah. Let's go. So um, but I do. I think one thing that people are not taking into consideration. It's or, in New Jersey, too, though. Like I said, I don't. Did Rutgers play at Michigan? Uh, I think they yes. did. Yes, they did. That'll be a tough. So this will be tough. And then, so these are two big, tough games. So we're in New Jersey, and then they're in Indiana. Yeah. I don't like the Indiana one. I'm with you on that. Indiana makes me nervous. And the Indiana game is on FS1, too. Yeah, Indiana makes me nervous. So they put, and it's because, the, And it's the game right before a bye week. Like, it's just, there's... If you can, if you can get into that game and you close out Indiana. One thing that I'm not worried about with Mel Tucker, Mel Tucker has done a really good job at doing this so far this season Mm -hmm. is keeping the team focused on the task ahead. Yeah. They have not, I don't feel like they've been caught looking ahead, ahead against any of them. I mean, not that. And here's the thing, right? I think that's where we have, well, I said this, I said this fucking seven days ago about Dan Campbell and the bears and we went and shat the bed, but yeah, I would agree, and what I'm saying is I think whatever coach, whatever coaching unit gets the team best prepared will be better between Michigan and Michigan State. Between now and then, because it's two weeks of mental toughness for the – now, what's yeah. – U? hold on, what's U of M's? U of M has Nebraska this week. They have – That's me typing, people. They have Nebraska this week. They have a bye week. If anyone's still listening in this then- hour-and-a-half podcast, Sorry. Yeah. And then they have a uh, Northwestern and then uh, Michigan State. On. So Michigan gets their bye week a week earlier than we do. So they, okay. So they have, got it. Nebraska is this weekend, huh? Nebraska could be tough. Nebraska is going to be tough. Like Nebraska is 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 a team and then Northwestern or Northwestern is not good this oh, year, no, right? Northwestern, that's a win. That's that's should, a win. It's in Ann Arbor. It, well, here's the thing too. Uh, this also actually is not good that they play a softy right before they play state. I would rather have a tough game go in into a tough game. So yeah. I'm already there, like knowing I got to fight for inches. When I have a gimme game, like when I used to play any any sport. Yeah, and especially soccer. That was that was one. If I had a gimme game and okay, we won like you know like six, seven, nothing. Yeah, score three goals. Like, dude, it's all this easy. You're just going to the next game. Yeah, you're cocky and confident, but then you're like, oh shit, like these guys are good, and you have that moment of like these guys are good. Fuck, 
Now, if you have a game where you play like you know, you're in a tournament, okay, you win on to the next. Well, and I there's think, something to be said on that in a regular season, you know yeah. what I mean, in the middle of the season. So, so I, I just think that well, and I, I think, like state being set up with Rutgers and New Indiana, then to U of M, then opposed if I'm if I'm if I'm Michigan with Nebraska Northwestern and then Michigan State, I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, because that's a let. You're gonna have like that, you know. Because they will look past that, too. They could have a bad game because they're looking past Northwestern, too. Well, and that's my concern with Michigan State against Indiana. Like, do not look ahead. No, I don't think they do. I don't think. But to your point of Melton, I don't think they're going to do that because they've always had an issue with with Indiana. Yeah. Like like you said, if they've had, I think that they'll stay focused. And that's all. I, and that's all I need them to do. They need to stay focused because I think I think Mel Tucker will have them ready to play Michigan. I think he wants to prove that last year wasn't a fluke. Right. Because when Michigan State beat when Mel Tucker came in here, was losing games, but went in there and beat Michigan, everybody wanted to say it was a fluke. COVID year. This is this is a fluke. It's right. not, it's not real. All right. Do it again. Right. Let's go. Beat him at home. I, I just there's a lot, there's a lot to look forward to there just in Michigan, Michigan State. I don't care. You know, I just I I'm rooting for I here's my thing. I didn't go. I went to both. So as long as Michigan or Michigan State is representing this, you know, the state. In the national championship in the tournament, I don't, you know, I would. Oh, you're pref- nicer than I am. No, I know, but I would prefer it be Michigan State. But, but here's the thing: I, like I said, I spent a lot of time at U of M, and I, I'm happy. I, I am rooting for Michigan State. I like Mel Tucker. I do not like Harbaugh. Um, I don't, you know, I, I don't. I have nothing against the kids playing, but I just don't. I never liked Harbaugh. But dude, I, I have a, I have a deep seated hatred for Michigan, and I didn't go to state either. But I that's think, fine. There, there are those that hey, there are there are state fans, there are Wolverine fans, and yeah. there are those that are both. I'm both. I can't, you know, can't hate me for being fans of both. I mean, you can. I was but, gonna say. I, I mean, you can, but like, <laughs> no, but that, I know, but I, mean, I know, but like, no, it's just, I don't know. It's I've always felt that um, most Michigan fans that I've come in contact with have that elitist type mentality, and that's always rubbed me the wrong way. And so I think that's what kind of pushed me towards being a for sure. fan. Because most of my family is are Michigan fans. Me, my me and my siblings are state yeah. fans. Interesting. But like everybody else, and then my wife like is a is a state fan. Her cousin is a Musin Muhammad wide receiver that used to play it. Yeah. State. Yeah. Um, mother in law went to state. So like my my wife's mother's side of the family, Spartans. Right. So it's so you got you got a mix over there, so it's fine. Yeah. Okay, so so wrapping up here, I did want to hit on some mental uh, health and wellness. You know, the questionable podcast. We talked Detroit sports, Detroit news, um, mental, physical health and wellness. Um, well, and who got injured in the Lions too? Um, Ragnall got had a toe injury. No, but who tore his Achilles? And then Romeo tore his Achilles. Romeo Quar tore his Achilles. We have Jeff Okuda tearing his Achilles. These Achilles injuries are. They've always been rampant in the NFL, but they're getting more and more because um, what I've read and what I know, because I've ruptured my Achilles, um, is it's happening because these guys are getting bigger and stronger and the Achilles can't even like take it. Right. So these guys are getting so strong. Their calves are so strong. There's so much pressure and on the new turf, like all the turf stuff. Yeah. Depending on the cleats you wear and all that, I mean, you're just putting so much pressure on that Achilles tendon, which can only handle so much. Um, and the other thing too is is when you when these guys work so hard, you get a partial tear in there. Yeah, you just get a partial tear; the whole thing will snap. And 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 that's um, 
it's like a bone, right? You get partial bone breaks, like um, like Conor McGregor, right? If he had partial bone breaks and fractures, stress fractures in his shin, which he probably did because he overtrained it, yeah, um, that'll break. So, so it's it's just unfortunate. Um, and and we hope him a speedy recovery um, with Jeff Okuda, right? Both those guys. That's tough. And and people are saying they're not going to be able to make it back for next season. That's that's BS. They'll be fine. Uh, Okuda had surgery. He's already rehabbing, right? He's already gotten his wrap off. He's rehabbing. He won't have a lot of muscle loss. He'll be okay. And I think that, you know, if he can stay mentally focused, I think that he'll be okay actually to come back. So, cause he did it early enough. Right. Um, what is it? We're October 6th. I mean, for an Achilles injury like that, I mean, he's six, eight weeks with it wrapped up, just healing. So he has a surgery. It's surgically repaired. Once it's repaired, you know, you're just waiting for it to the, the sutures. They sew that thing together so tight. Right. With sutures that do not dissolve. I mean, they're in there forever. Like I have, I had the guy in Denver do it who does the Denver Nuggets basketball players. I mean, yeah. there's sutures that they're just in there. Yeah. And the problem is, is your body could reject them too. So there's that where your body's like, I don't like if it rejects them, they got to take them out. And uh, that's horrifying. Um, but they leave them in because your tendon grows around it, right? So you have a big bump there, but it's stronger than ever. Typically, you you tear the other one. And I yeah. think that didn't Terrell Suggs do that? Both of them. Terrell had a lot of injuries. I think that he, yeah. yeah, I think he ended up doing both. Um, and Terrell, for wrong, sorry, but I, I'm pretty sure that he had, he tore one, and then like the next year he tore the other one. It was like, are you kidding? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, had, but, I, had an, I had an ex-girlfriend that did that. She tore one, uh, had it repaired. Went back and played basketball the next season. Toward the did other it one. again, right? Because you're putting all the weight on the other one, and it's just one of those things you got to rehab it correctly. And that's and that's where you know we get, give like got to give a lot of credit to rehab. I think right, we got uh, the Henry Ford um, facilities that that the Lions are using, the St. John. I mean, there's so much, you know, the health, the, the all the support the Lions have really, really good in Detroit. Yeah. I mean, they get the best of the best in the area, and it's really good. So between the two, though. Who do you think is going to have a more challenging time? Jeff like, Okuda. Really? Jeff Okuda is going to have a tougher time because those, when we looked at the stats, right? I mean, I think that we talked about this. Cornerbacks coming off Achilles injuries, half of half of them after one or two seasons never end up playing again. Like they don't finish the, like they don't finish their careers. They end up like retiring. They don't, I mean, they, they don't because you don't, the thing with an Achilles, right, is you got to, and I, you're never going to get that tension back in that tendon to your calf to get the power that you once had. Well, and that's why that's why I say it's interesting because I feel like between the two of them, Romeo needs that to be an effective pass rusher a little more than Jeff needs that to be an effective corner. So I would, but I would, I would, so my, okay, go ahead. But I would, well, cause my, cause my point would be with Jeff, you can scheme Jeff differently. You can scheme him to where he only plays like a, a, a cover three type of coverage, or he plays more zone. So he doesn't have to do so much turn and sprint. Romeo makes his living or made it was making his living rushing the passer. Right. And so that's a lot of, get off that's a lot of like trying to basically start fast and i just wonder how well he'll be able to do that whereas if you're playing cover three like if they changed jeff over and he started to play more of a richard sherman type of yeah that's fine i i can see what you're saying that's you're not not, yeah you're not turning it you don't have to turn and sprint 
full speed right away. You can literally yeah, but you're turning and you're bouncing off that. You're, you're what I'm saying. It's it's not necessarily a bounce. It's more of like a slide. It's more of a kick slide. And so you're you're and you're playing it off. That's coverage. fair. He's got to learn a new. I mean, he's got to learn how to do that, right? So that's all I'm saying. I just think Romeo has to come. Up. Like I remember when Carrie Hyder tore his, and Carrie Hyder for the Lions had like had come off a season where he had a. I think he had like six or eight sacks or something like that. Tore his Achilles, was out, came back the next year, and he just was not the same as a pass rusher. Yeah, I mean, and here's the thing. When did he tear his Achilles, right? And that's what we don't know. we got to look it up. But like how much time between, right? So we're October. It's still early in the season, right, to give them a year. I mean, you need a full – you need a year to come back to 100% at least. And these guys are going to get more attention, I would say, eight to ten months. I mean, they're not going to have – I think Jeff Okuda could have a full preseason – ish um Romeo Quara will probably not right he won't and they probably won't play him till mid next season well, because there, there's no I, need to yeah and so if he can rest right if this was a team and we were competing and they got him we need him to play like yeah the, that's different I, I'm I mean and they're not gonna cut him because of this right no. you know like so they're gonna give him time to heal like they did with Swift right that's why Swifty actually played I think well had they rushed him back like they like yeah. previous you know coaching staff did they you know i really like the way in which um campbell and these guys are, are treating the injuries and i think that's good and they'll be they'll do the right thing but to me i think oquara will come back because it's yes he's got to like he's got to move but it's more power it's easier to generate just more power than it is to be able to leap and jump or to do that quick twitch stuff so for me in doing this now, and this was like, I want to say like six years ago now, right? to me, it's easier for me to do like running, jumping, lifting things and doing some short, quick stuff than it is for me to like go and play soccer and do and defend in soccer, which would be more of like what Okuda is doing and getting that, getting up in speed and slowing down in speed. Yeah, I just for me powering through just to power through and get from like it's a shorter distance. It's a bigger guy, and yes, he's pushing. On. I just well, that's what I'm saying to me because he, he has to generate immediate power from like I don't know. If I get what I get what you're saying because and you could argue both. I mean, here's the thing: there's there's no right or wrong answer because no, no. it's based on the body type and which one heals and how it heals and where it's torn. If one of these is torn lower, like off of like, and that's the thing. How low or how high it is also affects the recovery. Well, and I, again, you would know this probably a little better than I do. I just I feel like both of these were when the news broke, the news broke differently, right? Jeff's broke and it was like, oh, he ruptured his Achilles. Like, oh, he ruptured his Achilles. Romeo, they came out flat out and said he tore it. They were like, he he tore his Achilles. And I just find that interesting that they chose. I know that they're technically the same thing, but I just find it interesting that they worded them differently. Romeo's was not worded as a rupture. So, so I don't know if that maybe has so a rupture. So the way in which I'm reading it here, so that's the same thing. The rupture yes. is a complete, complete rupture. It's like it snapped, right? Mm-hmm. So a tear is where it's not. I mean, so I had. So I would explain it is a rupture is it's completely snapped in half. There's nothing there. Mm-hmm. I had a little bit left in between mine. So that was a tear, but it's to the point of like you, they cut it and they put it back together. Yeah, they were like, we might as well. So that's well, a tear. And, and so like, it's, it's still there a little bit, but it's not. And that's actually more painful than actually rupturing completely. 
you rupture completely. There's no pain because there's nothing there. It's all bunched up. Right. But if when it's a partial tear, there's still some there. It's extremely painful. It's terrible. Yeah. So, like I said, I yeah, I more so, and I just to clarify, I more so ortho like, orthodox.com. I I more so meant like when I asked the question, I more so meant like who do you think will come back in the long term? Like who will who will be able to pick up their career from where they left it? And then what year is Aquara again? Uh, this is Romeo's twenty five. So is this is so this is the third year? Uh, I think he's been. In, I think he's been in the league for a while. I think he's been here like four. I think this is like his fourth or fifth. Because I think he'll be twenty six this the, year. The old Inokuda is what twenty two. Yeah, I mean the younger. I mean just saying like the younger like Okuda should be able to recover faster because he's lighter, he's smaller, mm-hmm. but it also means his Achilles tendons is smaller, right? So it's less to work with, right? The bigger Achilles tendons are easier to fix, right? That's what the, at least the, my doctor, the surgeon, I said, yeah. He said, "You got his talking to me." He goes, "Dude, what did you play?" He goes, "You've like the biggest Achilles I've ever, but like operated on." Yeah, he, I'm like, "What are you talking about?" I go, you, "You operate on basketball players." I know, and they're all like, they have skinny, they have tinier they, Achilles. Yeah, they tend to have yeah basketball players tend to have skinnier legs in general. Right. And he goes, "What did you do?" I don't want to play uh, hockey, soccer, <laughs> lacrosse, right. swam. He goes, "Oh, okay, well." So anyway, the but yeah, so like the more that they have to connect, though, right? That's the thing. So yeah, potentially, like Aquara's, like when they sew it back together, he'll right. have a stronger. Now it's going to put more pressure on his right leg, but if they rehab it right and make sure his calf, you know, so so technically, and again, I'm not a doctor. This is where we could get guest speakers in and talk about this, right? Right. Um, but but I don't know. I think it's. I think it's. I, I wish them both well. I don't know what. Uh, I don't know who who will bounce back better. I, you know, I think that I would go with younger, like Okuda, and then you can move Okuda around and change what he does. Yeah. I think that to me that makes sense. Um, Okwar could have a harder time, right? If he's got to generate the power, like you could argue both. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, for sure. 